This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. Want to talk a little bit about the restaurant industry? Uh, hit so hard by the pandemic, you know that many had to pivot, and they did that. And that included PF Chang's, which opened its first three PF Chang's to go locations in New York City last fall. It's a smaller format, offering takeout, delivery, and catering, and they're doing the same in some other major cities. Let's get more on the strategy, how the industry is doing overall, and changing as a result of the pandemic. Demola Adamalakin, he is CEO of PF Chang's. He's on the phone in Scottsdale, Arizona. He's also a partner at Paulson and Company, of course, the firm of the former Treasury Secretary Hank Paulson, and he's also at Triartisan Capital Advisors. Demola, so nice to have you here with us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. Well, it's great to have you here. First of all, this past year, tell me what it's been like for you all. Yeah, it's been a it's been a bit of a whirlwind, as you can imagine. So, you know, we uh, ramped down our dining business, you know, last year in in conjunction with the government mandates. Uh, you know, we worked through that. We drove our off-premise business. Uh, we've gone through the worst of it. We're on the rebound now, um, and so excited to be in a position where we've we've gone through the storm and we're coming out on the other side. Well, storms and moments of crisis sometimes teach us an awful lot of things or figure out strategies that we were maybe thinking about mulling over, and then all of a sudden we're like, we got to do them. How did the pandemic impact your thinking about what your business needs to be going forward? Absolutely. So, you know, we, we, we identified off-premise dining as a key area of focus for us prior to the pandemic. And so we opened our first to-go actually in February of last year, which coincidentally was about a month before to-go became the only way you could eat. Was that Chicago um, that you did that? that was, correct. That was mm-hmm. in Chicago, in River North Chicago. Um, and so, you know, we'd seen that growth and, and consumers were shifting towards off-premise prior to, prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. It accelerated dramatically. Um, obviously, with, with, you know, first of all, being forced to use it. But now, even as dining has come back, we've seen that off-premise continues to grow. So people have really changed their behavior in a much more permanent way than uh, just temporarily as induced by COVID. Um, Yep, go ahead. Well, I want to ask you, you keep saying off-premise. So you're talking about takeout, right? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. So (laughs) off-premise means takeout, but it also means delivery. So you don't actually come to the restaurant. You maybe order on RPF Chang's app or website or on one of the third-party apps. And it also means catering. So, you know, a big event that you get catered, uh, whether you call that in, order on the website, on, on the app. Um, so it's, it's takeout, delivery, and catering is what we call off-premise. So what's doing the strongest? Is it takeout and just in general or delivery? Takeout's the biggest of the, mm-hmm. of the is biggest business out of those. But the most growth has come through delivery uh, and specifically de- delivery through our channels. So through mm. our website and through our app. Um, and, and part of that is purposeful. That's where we've, we've focused on, on growing the most. You know, it allows us to interact directly with the consumer. It gets them the best experience. Um, and and it, it creates that one-on-one relationship that, that we cherish. Um, so we focused on growing that. People have enjoyed, you know, coming directly to us. Uh, and that's been the highest growth area, even though takeout is the biggest business of, of the three. Well, it's interesting you talk about delivery because there's all those services, right? And, and that has definitely been a pandemic play as everybody was delivering takeout. But when you use those services, right, you lose a piece of your business. So if you can keep it in-house on your own platforms, uh, first of all, as you said, you're directly involved with the consumer, but it's also then you get a bigger piece of the pie. That's correct. That's correct. You don't pay the fees, right? We, now, we have to deliver or, or you know, solve for delivery, whether we pay somebody to do it on our behalf, like True. a DoorDash or do it ourselves. But you, it's, still, it's still more cost-effective overall, you know, absolutely. Um, but, you know, in addition to that, there's the question of being able to know who our guest is and know what they order and, and 
uh, be able to identify them when they come into a restaurant, if they ordered from us on delivery a week ago. So there's an important data and, and consumer loyalty and analytics piece of it um, that we get by working directly with the guest. Um, and then finally, we can, we can give them a better price overall uh, because the third parties have to charge a certain amount of delivery fees to kind of make their model work. Uh, we're able to do a lot better, frankly, because um, there's there's no middleman to to deal with. Mm-hmm. So you know, for a number of reasons, it's a better experience for the guests, and it's in a better uh, situation for us. And so that's where we've kind of focused um, our attention in terms of growth. What kind of activity are you seeing here in New York? Because we're trying to assess what's going on in terms of people coming back to work here in New York City. We've got about 40 seconds. We'll do some news and then come back. But just initially, what kind of demand are you seeing, especially for lunch? Yeah, we're seeing it start to rebound. You know, I'm, I'm starting to see more catering orders come, which is a, a wonderful sign, and uh, starting to see more lunch traffic pick up. Uh, you know, office was about 5 to 10% occupied through the first quarter of this year. Mm-hmm. That's starting to pick up. Um, you know, our, our feeling is that Labor Day is kind of a, a, a flag, a, a marker that's been planted in terms of when folks will really start to come back into the office post-summer holidays, et cetera. Uh, so we're seeing improvement, but really I think the step function improvement will occur uh, likely around Labor Day, and that, that should be a wonderful time for for all of us in, you know, who live in or visit New York City. Yeah, I feel like in so many ways we're all just going to put a big red circle around Labor Day uh, in terms of what it means for the reopening of our economy and kind of going back to, quote-unquote, more normal. I want to get back to our guest. We're talking with the CEO of PF Chang's, Demola Adamalakin. He is still with us on the phone in Scottsdale, Arizona. So, Demola... Where do you go from here? How much do you expand this smaller model that you folks are doing at PF Chang's? This two-go locations, uh, you know, around the country. Sure. So, you know, we're going to uh, ramp up the openings for for that concept. It's been met with a lot of uh, great enthusiasm in the markets where we've opened it. Um, so we're intending to to have 20 open by the end of this year. Wow. Uh, we have eight, eight at present. So we have, um, you know, have about 12 that, that we're going to open, you know, for the rest of the year. Uh, and that's going to be mostly concentrated in the Dallas and the uh, Florida markets. Uh, we have one actually opening next week in Las Colinas in, in Dallas. Um, and uh, and so that's that's the plan. And then going forward from for next year, we'll open about 30 and, and, and ramp up this concept, uh, you know, fairly quickly here. Um, and to be able to reach more consumers in more parts of the country a lot more quickly. All right, so it sounds like you're you're trying to reach out to consumers in a big way. Is the end game also, though, ultimately spinning this puppy off and going public? No, not to spin it off. So we manage this. uh, You know, the the, the secret sauce here is that it's the same exact P.F. Chang's food. It's the same kitchen, staffed by the same people. You know, you can move a chef from a a traditional bistro to a to-go and vice versa, and it's the same recipes um, you know, we, we share technology. They're managed by the same multi-unit mm-hmm. uh, managers, which makes the model really work, right? Um, you, can, you can guarantee quality and you can guarantee consistency. Uh, so separating the business would, would kind of go against what's making it work. So it's not in the plans. It's going gonna, it's gonna to remain co-managed and, and co, uh, cohabitated here at, in Scottsdale. Um, uh, in terms of you know going public or capital plans, you know that's still under under you know conversation. You know, PF Chang's once upon a time was public and went right. private in 2012, um, so it has a history in the public markets. It's kept a lot of the infrastructure in terms of um, you know the reporting standards, et cetera. So it's something that's a viable alternative. But you know we'll we'll watch and we'll see and we'll continue to manage the business and 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 see what comes going forward. 
What's the biggest change in the real estate space as a result of the pandemic that stays with us? Is it just that real big jump onto digital platforms? And it was interesting during the pandemic, Tamola, that there were upscale restaurants that would never do takeout that all of a sudden were doing takeout. Sure. Yeah. A lot of folks are forced to learn. You know, again, fortunately, something we knew how to do coming into the pandemic, it had been an area of focus for us. You know, you mentioned I used to work at Partners, uh, Paulson. So I was mm-hmm. part of the, you know, I, I led the transaction to acquire PF Chang's. And so, you know, that was part of our thesis when we bought the company uh, was that off-premise was going to be a key part of the future. It was going to drive growth. So we spent a year kind of building out the infrastructure. So it's been part of our core thesis prior to COVID. And that's really worked out, obviously, even though nobody saw COVID coming, but we did have the infrastructure in place uh, to, to allow us to transition guests to off-premise mm-hmm. pretty seamlessly. Did you look at uh, a lo- did you look at a lot of realist yep. uh, did you look at a lot of different restaurants? And if so, why did you choose this model or this company or this brand? It's, it's an incredible brand. So you know, first mm. of all, it's it's it's, uh, it's there's a couple of things that are very difficult to replicate. Number one is the strength of a brand, and you mentioned Nike and their performance today, but that's an incredible brand that's going to keep growing because it's got. So it's got, a, it's got a meaning to consumers that's hard to, to recreate or duplicate or, or, or break as long as they're smart about their product and, and their positioning, which they, which they are. Um, and so that's something that P.F. Chang's has, right, is, is the brand name, the resonance. It means something. Uh, you know, it really pioneered Asian-American cuisine here in the United States. Um, it's got a history. Uh, so, you know, we love that. Um, you know, we, we thought there were things we could do in terms of the experience and the restaurants to, to make that to improve that, right? So the food was great. It scored really well. We thought we could make the restaurants a lot more fun, to be, to be frank, right? Um, so we spent a lot of time, you know, remodeling the restaurants, investing in the guest experience, theater at the table, we call it, but making dishes exciting, fun, um, and, you know, things like birthday celebrations, sparklers. So we've done a lot of things to kind of bring the, the life enthusiasm back into the, into the restaurant, maintain the super high quality of food, and that's resonated really strongly with the guests in the restaurant. And then in addition to that, we, we, we observed, you know, off-premise and the growth that was happening in that channel. And we thought this was a perfect, you know, type of food for off-premise. You know, Chinese takeout cuisine is something that has been part of, you know, American culture, again, for a long time. Um, and, and there was work to do in terms of the technology, in terms of the infrastructure, building an app, which, you know, we didn't have when we bought the business. Um, you know, the website, et cetera. But we've, we did all that work, you know, fortunately prior to COVID, um, which has allowed us to not only improve the experience in the restaurants, but also improve our off-premise business and then launch this new concept, PF Chanks to Go, which, again, has been met with, with a great deal of enthusiasm everywhere that we've opened it. And what happens to the bistro model? We, we're going to keep opening those as well. You know, so, so those have done really well, uh, mm-hmm. you know, during COVID. We do off-premise out of the bistro restaurants and we do dine-in. So, so, um, you know, there's there's uh, going to be a future for opening more of those. We actually have one opening in Houston in a couple months. We have one opening in Hawaii and Honolulu. So the plan will be to open bistros, open to goes, and and you know let the guests choose how they want to interact with us. Right? right. If they want to come in uh, and have a meal in the restaurant, we're there for them. And if they want to order to go from our restaurant or from our one of our PF Chang's to goes, you know we're we're available for them as well. Demola, does the to go model for people to like? ordering for home or for takeout, does that help? Do you see a clear line since you guys are tracking what's going on with your customers directly? Do you see that helping fuel the bistro model or vice versa? They work well together. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. we'll have markets that own, that have both. And the thing is, it's it's all about brand resonance and people seeing PF Chang's and, and, and having it be more top of mind. So having more units, 
having more cars with the PF Changs, um, you know, car toppers. Uh, being a, being more available and more ubiquitous in a market is a good thing for for the strength of the brand, right? And and so you know I mentioned Dallas, that's where we're opening it to go next week. But we'll have restaurants, we'll have to goes, and we'll be just uh, more present and more available from more places. You know, you might have a guest who could have ordered it at home but couldn't from work because where their office is located. But now they can because it's a to go in that market. Um, so they're they're able to interact with us more often and and as much as as, as they'd like and and they'll think about us more. Uh, because we'll be more present. All right. So what keeps you up at night? The restaurant space is a tough one, as you know. I mean, are you guys profitable in what you're doing and just got about 40 seconds left? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're doing very well from a, from a profitability standpoint. Um, you know, we got a lot smarter operationally during the crisis. Uh, you mentioned something to the effect of never waste a crisis, but, <laughs> uh, but we, we did get a lot smarter and, and a lot more efficient. And that's paying off now because as sales rebound, we're more profitable than we were pre-COVID. Um, in terms of what's been a struggle, you know, staffing's been a challenge throughout the industry. I think that's something you, you, I'm sure you've heard from, from other folks in the space. Oh, right. Uh, we're we're exactly. working through it. Yeah. And, and then that's, that's something where you, you have to be as good an, an employer as you can, but right. it's something we're working through, but, but certainly a challenge. Just quickly, 10 seconds. Are you having to pay workers more to get them in? You know, we've, we've always been at the higher end because our food's more complicated and it, it's, it's, it's more, more work, frankly, to work at one of our restaurants and some other places. So yeah. we've always been competitive. What we're doing is focusing on making the job, um, you know, as easy for them as possible. So right. giving them technology and tools uh, and making sure they have time to spend with their families. We're giving them 4th of July off this year. Is that yes or and no, though? Are you paying more just quickly? Uh, wages have gone up, absolutely. All right, going to leave it there. Great conversation. Come back and talk more and let us know how it's going. We're talking with Adamalek and the CEO of PF Changs. Have a great weekend, everyone. A safe one. This is Bloomberg. <laughs> 